this isn't your typical episode. We're just going to catch up, you and I, my love. I want to bring you into my vision for my next level dream life, which is unfolding and becoming reality as we speak. Because I want to show you a different version of success, I want us to open up the conversation and break out of the box and remove the limits that surround success. It does not have to all look the same. I am so done with this cookie cutter version of success that we see, you know, doing the rounds on the internet. I'm so ready for way more variety and diversity and nuance in how we define success, aren't you? So this is a conversation about success, partly what it means to me, but more importantly, what it means to you. And this is also a conversation about manifestation because I currently live every day as my norm, a lifestyle that I once dreamed up in a journal pen to paper, living an entirely different life, an entirely different lifestyle, and with no real grounds for the belief that I could make this happen. (laughs) Yet here we are, manifested, done, normal. And now I'm about to manifest my next level dream life because, well, you know, why not? (laughs) We get one of these goes round, right? And in the story of my manifestation, I really hope that you can learn from some of the lessons that I received. And I hope ultimately my point in sharing this is that you get to expand energetically to hold more possibility for yourself and whatever your next level dream life and your version of success looks like to you. Ultimately, my hope is that you feel called in this episode to connect with your inner power to dream, create, and live whatever it is that you desire, my love. So let's do it. Let's have this conversation. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corey Javid from CoreyJavid.com, money, mindset, and manifestation expert for mothers ready for more. Just threw an extra M in there. Did you notice? Love a bit of alliteration. <laughs> How are you doing, my love? I just got back from the most dreamy 10 or it might have even been 11 days. I think it was 10 nights away with the family. It was glorious. We took the van. We lived the van dream. Literally, I... We woke up uh, one morning, in fact, the first morning we woke up and we'd parked the van on this secluded beach. At this point, it was in Wales. 
And we just flung open the back doors and made a morning cup of tea and just lounged in bed looking at the waves and the sea and the sky and drinking the tea. And there's just something about tea that tastes so much better in sea air when you're also in a cozy warm bed. Just the combination. It's what we've been dreaming of since we had the idea for buying a van, converting it into a camper and doing all of the things. And I just looked at my husband and I was like, we did it. <laughs> this is it. This is the van dream that we've had for, well, I would say two years, really solidly. And now we're in it. Now we're doing it. It took us a while to get the van. I mean, the, the reason it took so long is just because the actual order time to buy a brand new van, we bought it in the midst of the pandemic and there was like, I don't know, shortages. That's boring. Let's not dwell on that. <laughs> but, but the actual reality of being in it together, of traveling about and... We'd had in mind that we might stay in a few Airbnbs along the way, but we didn't really want to book anything in advance because we didn't want to be tied to any particular agenda or place that we needed to be. And we wanted to just explore. We explored Ireland, in case you're interested in where we were exploring. So we stayed in Wales on the way there. And we didn't end up staying in any Airbnbs. We didn't want to. We were just having such a good time in the van. We stayed in some incredible places. Normally, I'm really loving when I'm away traveling, like sharing on Instagram stories. And I shared a little bit. But for some reason this time, I just was really pretty disconnected from my phone. I checked in with my clients while I was away. But other than that, I was really disconnected from my phone for the whole time we were away and it just felt really good and so I didn't even take that many pictures I just enjoyed it just enjoyed it with my eyeballs <laughs> how retro is that and it was yeah it was glorious we, yeah we stayed in some really epic spots just like overlooking a river which looked more like a lock over a normal river with a ruined abbey on the other side of it and none of these were like we we don't really go in for um big kind of camper van sort of motorhome parks it's not really our vibe we like sort of to be on our own if we can occasionally we'll go somewhere with literally just a couple of spots and an electrical hookup and that's it if we need to kind of recharge and stuff but yeah it was just glorious and ireland is actually really set up for van life it's quite hard in the uk but we were in the republic of ireland is it still called that i need to find that out it was just very easeful and very van friendly so we just yeah just enjoyed it. Ate really good food. I took my sourdough starter with me. Um, many of you on Instagram answered my poll and <laughs> confirmed that you think I'm weird. I'll own it. <laughs> I took my sourdough starter with me. It's new. It's like my baby. I made a full loaf of bread. It was so tasty. Yes, I made it in the van. I know. That's how we roll. Um, I made sourdough crepes. I think I made something else as well with it and fed it and kept it alive and happy and brought it back. And now it's also cultured with, you know, <laughs> live whatever's yeasts and things from, from Ireland. So <laughs> I just think it's going to add to the depth of it. I am going a little bit off piste for today's episode. I just really felt like we need to catch up. We need to have a chat and I want to bring you in on the next level dream life that I and we over here in Shez Javid <laughs> are, you know, bringing into reality really fast. So I've talked about and hinted to certain aspects for our, of it. And I've, you know, I've talked about the fact that it's just hurtling at us in the most glorious way and unfolding seemingly so far just perfectly. And I thought, well, let's just talk about next level dream lives. So I'm going to be sharing my next level dream life. But, you know, partly that's because, you know, I want us to connect and I want to share this with you. And it just feels good to share. And I know many of you are interested because you ask me stuff about it. And I know my clients are always like asking me questions about it. But I want to share it with you. My intention really is I want you to tune in with what is your next level dream life? 
what are the things that you really want to be doing and are some of them feeling off the cards and can this conversation maybe inspire you to see just how readily available that next level dream life might be to you I'm hoping it inspires in that way you know whether or not you want to be living the sort of life that I'm living now or I'm about to live is kind of not really the point the point is I'm living my version of a dream life and this is an invitation for us to, you know, chat about that. But really, it's an invitation for you to think about what is your next level dream life? And do you feel like you are magnetizing it in? Do you feel like it feels forever far away? Like it's just an opportunity to check in with how that feels to you as well. And in this, I really want us to have a conversation about success. Because my view of success has altered. I might just get into that a little bit because I think it probably warrants its own episode. But really, for me, cultivating and living my dream life is the success, right? That is the success. That's the true success, more than any like number-based result. So I really want us to get into this. And before we do, I want to tell you about something that I'm not fully prepared for, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. I told you this is quite an off-the-cuff episode. So I'm going to be doing a masterclass really soon. And it's going to be on the topic of scaling and growing your business using your feminine energy. These are two topics that do not get discussed together. And you know, I love approaching business from the feminine and looking how we can use our feminine energy to our advantage to create more easeful results. So I'm very excited about this. I'm putting this together. It's going to be really jam-packed training masterclass. So I don't have a sign-up page for it yet. (laughs) I just have the very strong intention to bring this back. It's going to be this month, so it's going to be in November. So if you're interested, then send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Corey Javid over there and just say, give me the masterclass or I'm in and I'll make sure you're one of the first people to get the link for that and I'll make sure that you receive that so you can sign up, get all the details, all of the good stuff. I'm also just feeling like I might do, ooh, this is just coming to me now. This feels fun. I might do some kind of fun giveaway for people who are there live. Oh, yes, let's do that. Okay, we're doing that too. So you'll want to be there for the for the gold that I'm going to drop anyway. You'll want a pen and paper. It's going to be that type of masterclass. And you will also want to be there so that you are in a chance within a chance within. See, these are the things that used to get edited out Um, so that you are in with a chance to win something juicy. Ooh, I even think I know what it's going to be, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to hold that back. Okay, so if you want to be in the masterclass, scaling and growing your business, using your feminine energy, title to be fully confirmed, but something along those lines, (laughs) send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Corey Javid over there. So... My next level dream life. Let's just set the scene with a little bit of context first, because I think it's really, really useful. I don't want to jump in and be like, oh my God, I'm just so great. And I'm manifesting my next level dream life. I don't know what that voice is, by the way. (laughs) It's a voice. I do know, actually. It's a voice that my daughter puts on (laughs) to like indicate someone's being annoying at school when she's doing an impression of them. Uh, (laughs) I'm in a silly mood. So my point is not to gloat or to be like, hey, look at me doing this. It's so, I'm, I'm so great. I'm so lucky. And my point is that we can be tuning into, okay, what is your next level dream life? And really, I hope in sharing some context here, you see how much my life has changed and you take from it, if you need it, some evidence, some inspiration that expands you energetically. 
If you don't know my scale of energy, then, well, know it. (laughs) I did a free masterclass on it on the podcast. If you Google Limitless Mother podcast, scale of energy masterclass, you will find it. It's very easy to find. It's very in-depth training on the scale of energy, which is a framework that I created to help teach on the topic of energetics and how we can use them to our advantage in life to create more useful results in any aspect of life. And one of the levels of energy, so there's four, there's low energy, then there is efforting energy, which many people these days exist in because our society is built upon the premise of it. Above that, there is expanded energy, and it's really important. We need to kind of go through there to get to the top, which is elevated energy. So anytime something's not feeling possible for you, you need some expansion. You need to be able to literally expand your consciousness and your belief to hold the possibility that it can and will happen for you. If you can't hold that, it won't. It won't happen for you. So expansion is really, really important. I talk about it a lot particularly with my clients inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, the Elevate Elite Masterminds. And so anyway, I'm really hoping that when I provide some context here and talk about the, you know, how my life has changed um, and how it's now continuing to change. Like I said, it's not really about the specifics and whether or not you would want some of these specifics for yourself. If you do, cool, cool. If not, that's fine. It's about, this is just some evidence that our lives get to change massively and we don't have to take massive action for them to, to do make those changes. So for that context, if we rewound my life about, let me think, um, I'd say seven or eight years ago. Yeah, that would be good. A good amount of time back. I was working in the investment bank. I had been there for many, many years at that point. I was not lit up by it. <laughs> let's let's be clear about that. And I was a mum and I had a young child. So my daughter would have been about two then. So I would have been back at work and I was really struggling, really, really struggling to make it work. I was working 30 hours crammed into three and a half days, but I was actually working more than that because I was working from home. I felt really overwhelmed and I felt really like I didn't know how to do both, to have a career, even that word I've never really liked, (laughs) and to be the kind of mum that I wanted to be and to be present in the way that I wanted to be, not just physically present time-wise and things, but actually mentally present and not just knackered and overwhelmed. And also even before I became mum and um, before that just kind of really made everything feel harder in, in terms of the juggle was a struggle. I just was really kind of discontent where I had this feeling of discontent with life. I'd felt for a lot of my adult life that I hadn't really figured it out that well. Like... <laughs> I was in a relationship that I was enjoying, enjoying, you know, I've been with my husband for years and I had some good friends, but on the kind of finance side of things, I was always floundering. And on the career side of things, I was always floundering. I was always wishing I could do something different, something that lit me up. And I was always wishing that we had more money and we never quite had enough. And we were always in this experience of lack Now that I look back, I absolutely know that we weren't always living in actual lack. Then a lot of it, and particularly as time progressed in my like sort of early-ish adulthood, like in my 20s, let's say, and into my early 30s, we were in less and less actual lack and I was still having the exact same experience of it. And I was really just dissatisfied with life and I felt really 
bad that I felt dissatisfied because I was like, I'm healthy, I've got a great family, I've got a great partner, I own, you know, well, at least I own 5% of my home (laughs) at that point. (laughs) And it's not exactly how I would like it at all, but it's a house and I should be massively grateful of that. And I have a job and I used to think it paid well, (laughs) which I find quite funny now. And I was like, but why do we never have any money? Why do we feel poor? Why do, Why is there never enough? Why is there always something taking money from us? Why can we never do the things we really want to do? Why do we have to compromise on our values because of money? You know, an example of that, and you might have heard me say this before, is we've really strongly for a long time believed in nourishing ourselves and trying to do our best to not harm the planet in the process and so organic food has always been one of those things that was important to us and I remember not being able to afford it and that sucked it really sucked to me because I felt like I was compromising on my values because of money and I also just felt very dissatisfied with the work that I was doing I was like just soul destroying at, at times there were bits in it glimmers of of sunshine every every now and then I had some really good friends at work and you know I did uh, there was aspects of it that I did enjoy but just the general feeling of working in this big corporation and being at this same bloody desk day in day out having to come in at a certain time having to go having a boss to report to it all just rubbed me up the wrong way and I remember having these really sort of almost out of body experiences in meetings when people would be talking about just, you know, all of that jargon filled shit. (laughs) And I'd be thinking like, why are we all here? Why is everyone okay with this? What's happening? (laughs) Um, And I kept feeling like, is this it? Is this it? Just wasn't satisfied and felt very deep guilt and bordering on shame for feeling that because I felt like you should be lucky. You are living in, I acknowledged on some level that I was living in like relative privilege, but then it wasn't registering in my day-to-day experience when we always just felt like there was another bill to pay and we'd only just start to get the credit card down and back up it would go and we were living always in our overdraft and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, let's just paint a bit of a picture for you in case you're new around here and you don't know. (laughs) This was my life before. I did not feel in control of it. I felt like the victim of circumstance. I felt like life was happening to me. You know, that classic phrase, that was me. That was it. Uh, Fast forward to where I am now and I live an entirely different life. Now, I live an entirely different life because I changed me. (laughs) I changed me first, then my life changed. And that's the first thing that I just want to say. If you want to make a big change in your life, you need to change yourself first. Now, when I want to change my life, because I feel like I'm, well, I am living my dream life now, but we have this next level dream life that we are bringing into reality as we speak, which we'll get into in just a second. Once you have recognized your own power, once you have tapped into the fact that you are the source of your abundance, your joy, your happiness, your health, like so many different things, once you've tapped into that and fully felt that power and exercised it a number of times, once you've got to, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, the manifestation tipping point, the point at which the evidence that you've created for yourself is just so overwhelming, you can't go back anymore in the best possible way. You can't take it away. You can't disbelieve. You know your own power, your own magic. You know that you have the ability to manifest with intention. Does that mean every, I get everything that I want all the time? Of course not. <laughs> human <laughs> right but once you've felt that you I feel like you can't go back from it in the that's a really great thing it's a little bit like I teach all of my clients how to sell in a way that feels really good to them and it's one of the things I'm really passionate about because it's a similar thing once you have that it's a golden ticket 
It's an absolutely golden ticket in business because it means that you never have to sweat over one particular lead, one particular person's decision to work with you or not. You don't have to even worry about what would happen if my business suddenly burned down tomorrow. I rebuild it because I know how to sell in a way that feels really good to me and really good to them. Like, so it's a similar type of thing. Like it's a point of no return, but in the best possible way. And so creating my next level dream life now from where I'm at living what used to be a dream is much more easeful. That I don't have to change myself hardly at all <laughs> in order to make that happen. Am I changing and growing a long way? Absolutely. But what I mean is back then when I was just feeling like I was a victim of life and life was happening to me and there was never enough, when I was living in that lack mentality and it was playing out as an experience of lack in my reality, I you know, had to make a fundamental change to myself and how I saw the world in order to be able to create my first dream life. And, you know, at the point at which I first dreamed this life and dared to dream it for myself, because I hadn't done that before, I'd be like, must be nice for so-and-so over there to be doing what they're doing. Oh, so unfair. She's so lucky. You know, must be nice. I wish I could do that. Blah, blah, blah. I was the sort of person who would like talk about winning the lottery, but never play even. <laughs> even disempowered on that front. But always be dreaming of somebody saving me. Um, somebody outside of myself, something coming along. It was always other people's fault, other people's responsibility. Who's going to save me from this? And so the thing that changed that got me to where I am right now, um, and right now I live what was and is my dream life, but and right now I'm creating a next level of that. So that's a cool place to be, right? But what really ultimately changed was responsibility. You know, we talked about feminine sovereignty on this podcast recently. It's that knowing and understanding and finally taking back my power. I had unwittingly been giving it away my entire adult life, waiting for somebody to save me, waiting for somebody to change something for me. And I did it myself. <laughs> and that is the best and most liberating thing that you can do. So I really want to make that clear. And I think that's some really important context. I did the inner work. I really did it. And I believed when I didn't have evidence to believe. I trusted when it looked like it wasn't working out. I invested in myself, all of these things. And you know, I've talked about them before, but I think it, it kind of bears repeating. So um, seven, eight years ago, that's where I was. Various things culminated, but the universe was kind of sick of my <laughs> saying that I wanted something different, but not doing anything about it. So it did something about it for me and I lost my job. And that turned out to be one of the best things that ever happened to me. And I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into it in a ton of depth, but just for some quick context, I lost my job. And whilst I was waiting to lose my job, finally, I also had a hysterectomy and had six weeks to convalesce and to recover. And during that time, I really dove into self-development and really got interested in mindset and manifestation and the rest they say is history. But I, so after I left my job and I remember this and I have this and I've talked about this before, I started journaling and I started then suddenly collecting and gathering evidence of what was possible. So I was expanding. Remember I was talking about earlier on this episode, the importance of expansion 
if we want to move up to that next level of energy and therefore that next level of experience comes in for us. I didn't have the terminology to describe what I was doing back then, but I can see now looking back that what I was doing is gathering evidence. Now, back then there was a lot less evidence. So I'm talking about mm, five and a half years ago, up to six years ago, when I first just became aware this whole online business space was a thing. And I started following some people. I started, you know, doing all of the free webinars and downloading all of the eBooks. And, you know, I was in that space and listening to all of these podcast interviews and going, wait, they're making how much money? No. (laughs) And just expanding expanding, expanding, expanding energetically to hold that, well, wait, if, if they're doing it, maybe, maybe I can. Now I say there wasn't as much evidence because though I didn't know anybody at that time who was doing it as a mum. I didn't, maybe there were people, I'm sure, but there were people who had created huge online success and then became mums. There's nobody who was doing it along the way. So we didn't have the full evidence and I decided to be the evidence. That's another story. Ultimately though, I, at some point, before I even started my business, before I even actually launched it, and I'm pretty sure it's before I even hired my coach, which was a really pivotal moment, because investing in myself when we literally had no money (laughs) in such a big way was a risk, was, but was a real vote of confidence in my self and my dream. But I wrote out in my journal and I have that journal extract still, wait, not extract, it's still in the journal. I have all my journals from this time. Um, and I wrote out, you know, I'd love to be doing this. And if I could be paid to be doing that and da, 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 and here's how I'm going to work. Here's how my days are going to look like. Here are some of the things I'm going to be able to afford. And I've talked about this on the show before, but there was a point at which, and I think it was probably only, mm, I want to say, maybe two years, two and a half years, no, no, about two years, I'd say, after launching my business, I went back. I can't remember why, but I think I was looking for something else in that journal. I just started flicking through it and I was like, oh my God. And I had shivers and goosebumps all over because I had manifested every single thing in that vision. And that vision that had no evidence behind it that I could do it. It had no grounds to it. There was nothing to suggest that I should dare to believe any of this, right, for myself. But I chose to because I'd done that. In work, I'd started to take responsibility. I'm going to do this. I can do this. I'm taking back my power. And I had reached that, like I talked about, manifestation tipping point at that point that I found that journal entry and looked back at it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm literally living my dream life. This was a dream. I felt like it was a pipe dream, but I dared to believe in it. And now I am in it. I completely changed my experience of my life. So much happier. Yes, making scads more money. So at that point, it was probably making about five times what I used to make in my corporate days and working less hours. So by two years in, I was still at probably about 25 hours a week max if it was a week when the schools were in, less if it was a week when the schools were out. But everything up and down, I'd you know been really detailed in what I was calling in, what I was looking to use these newfound powers of manifestation to create. Every single thing manifested it. And I don't know why it was a surprise at that point because I'd been through so many vision boards and and <laughs> manifested like 90% of them. <laughs> and the 10%, I've done episodes on this before. You know, I had my reflections of like, actually, I don't want that. That's why I haven't manifested that. So it shouldn't have been that much of a surprise, but there's just something about that experience of seeing it all there and being like, oh my God, it was like such a pinch me moment. Like I literally live my dream life. Like what? <laughs> what? Changed my life, but I changed myself first. I completely changed my outlook, changed my sense of responsibility for it, took back and stood firmly in and remembered my power. 
that's why the big shift and the big change. So I wouldn't be where I am right now, not only having lived this dream life for several years now and maintained it with absolute ease, <laughs> which is great, and up-leveled it in various different ways along the way, but I wouldn't be here about to create then the next next level had I not done that first important piece of really knowing and understanding my own power and just stopped giving it away, stopped giving it away. So if you if that's resonating with you and you can see actually I am looking outside of myself for some ultimate answer, some silver bullet, some magic pill, some person to save me, to make it better. You know, I've been there. I get it. I know exactly how that feels. But when you take back your power, my love, it's incredible because you get to create whatever you want. And so my story is a testament to that, really. So now I live my previous idea of the pinnacle of success. <laughs> and it's really interesting. And I'm giggling only because and there's nothing with my life right now that I would, you know, that I'm not enjoying. So it's not, I'm not giggling because of that. I'm giggling because my idea of success has changed massively in that time. So I got quite, and I will be completely open about this, I got quite swept along by a lot of the noise in the online space that's very alluring and very intoxicating. And it's also empowering in many ways. So, and what I mean by that is, you know, the people with the super epic luxury travel all of the time, not dissing luxury travel. So actually, quick caveat, I'm not about to diss any of these things or say that we shouldn't want them or shouldn't have them. You get to have and desire anything that you want, my love, full blanket permission. I don't need to give you that permission, give yourself that permission, but the universe already gave you permission. <laughs> so don't misunderstand me, but I'm just painting a picture and I think you know what I mean. You get me when I say like, you know, the all out luxury lifestyle, the the big mansion, the expensive cars in the drive, the staff working for you, the never the designer handbags that never just that just never resonated with me for whatever reason, just doesn't float my boat. But yeah, definitely was there and definitely had some things on my vision board over the years. And those were always the things that I didn't manifest, some things that were kind of somebody else's version of success. And I didn't know that I had accidentally taken it on as my own. So for example, I'll give you just one example, just in case it's interesting, because it's quite a good lesson in manifestation. So one of the things that used to be on my vision board for years and was like the only thing between, I think vision boards, one, two, three, and I can actually call them all to mind, have a bit of a semi-photographic memory and <laughs> really strong mind's eyes. So just to my own horn there, but it's just, it just is. I think two, three, and four all included a brand new BMW X5 with the cream leather interior. <laughs> it was going to be navy. I'm still a fan of that car. If someone wants to give me one, cool, I'll, you know, I'll have it. I just, I can afford that. I could have afforded that years ago. <laughs> I just never bothered. So that there's a reason why I haven't manifested that. I don't actually care enough. I'd want it. So that was kind of an interesting one. One that stayed on for a while, but then we manifested was shutter blinds randomly. But I think that I just thought that it was going to be quote unquote too expensive. And then I manifested the money for them really quickly. That's a whole other story. Anyway, so occasionally there were things that hung around, but like the the BMW X5 and also another thing that was on there, you might chuckle at this if you've been around in the online space for as long as I have, not that I've been around forever, but five years is actually quite a long time to be in business. <laughs> then you might giggle at this because you may be seen influencers buying these and having these and at, there was a time when it was the, the thing. And if you have one, I like high five to you. So like, again, don't misunderstand me, it's not really the point. But 
there's this Cartier bracelet and it's the one that I've seen is gold and it has diamonds in it and I had that on my vision board and yeah I like it it looks nice but I got swept up in somebody else's vision of success and so it stayed on my board and now this thing is not we're not talking about I mean well relatively it you know I'm sure there's lots of people that would describe it as expensive but I could just go and and buy that and I haven't so why haven't I it's because I don't actually want it (laughs) right so anyway those are just a couple of examples like this Cartier bracelet and the big fancy BMW By the way, I drive a very old BMW X5 and I love her. She starts all of the time, (laughs) you know, she's not the prettiest anymore because she is old, but you know, she's very comfortable and easy to drive. And yeah, I don't see why I would get rid of her. I also am just more and more and more mm, trying to be a better citizen of the earth. And so swapping out a perfectly good and working and functioning car for a brand new one. Again, if it was something that was going to really add to my life and float my boat on a daily basis, you know, I'd maybe do that and find some way of offsetting that. But it just seems wasteful. But that's just my values, right? So anyway, my point being that I totally got swept along in somebody else's vision of success. And so my vision of success looks entirely different now than it might have done if you'd asked me to describe it to you say three, four years ago, because I was very much in that space of like, yeah, the mansion and the staff and the BMWs and the drive, maybe we'll have matting and all of the things. So anyway, that's not my vision of of my next level dream life anymore. It was for a time I used to go on these abundance drives in the really, really fancy schmancy neighborhood near here. I used to very much enjoy that. And I don't know if, if you've heard me tell this story, but I actually got to go into and one of my, you know, one of my friend's siblings owns one. And I've been in and it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It's huge and beautiful and exactly what you kind of would dream and hope it would be. And I was like, oh, not this. And I was quite surprised. I was going around there feeling like, oh, and I'm going to soak up the money vibes because these people, you know, they're doing well in life. And I'm going to be like, yes. And I just went in and I was like, oh, no. And it wasn't in a like, ew, no. It was just a, just not for me kind of way. And I was like, huh. And that was really interesting because that had been something that I'd been really kind of like probably, if I'm honest, a little bit getting into efforting on the manifestation front. That's always a bit of a sign. (laughs) If you feel like you're really going hard on the manifestation techniques on something like, "Mm, you've got into efforting now, which by the way, is the second level energy on the scale of energy. So my vision of success is very different now. And so I'm going to tell you like what my next level dream life is. And some of this you all know because I'll have talked about bits of it. But it just is quite interesting because it's, it's, it's very different from that, you know, mansion with staff and big cars on the driveway um, and all of the things. It just isn't that anymore. And again, if you want those things, I can help you get them. I love helping my clients manifest whatever is there but next level dream life, right? And you might have even heard, I have a very great manifestation story about one of my past clients who manifested a home very similar to the one I've just described, like the really epic multi-million pound home. And that was just such a cool thing to be witness to and to support her in. So, you know, for me, it's not about what is the thing that you're manifesting? It's, is it the thing that you most desire? And let's make it happen. And that's so cool. So anyway, My point being, if you still want all those things, I still resonate with your dream. I still hold it for you and with you. But my my dream is just different. It's just different. We're each of us different, right? And I think... 
The problem is we don't have enough nuance in how success is portrayed online. It's very, well, let's be frank, it's very white. It's very male, typically. There's a bit more on the female front there. It looks a very certain way. It's very, I mean, maybe this is just because of where I live and the kind of things that I get served by the algorithm, but it's very Western looking. Like there's there's not very much diversity just in success generally, which is just such a pity because, you know, the more diversity we have in any aspect of life, the better. But I think the problem is, is that we end up feeling like there's just one version of success and and we have to want that. And we end up kind of assuming that we want it sometimes because we want to be successful. And we're like, well, actually, do I want all of that? Or does it all resonate with me? So I do think that's a problem. And, I, and this is one of the reasons why I'm sharing with you like, what my next level dream life is. Not because I think like it's the thing. <laughs> it is for me. But it doesn't have to be for you. It's more because I really want to add some difference, some texture, some nuance, some variety to the portrayal of, you know, uh, the... What am I trying to say? Yeah, portrayal. <laughs> the examples, there we go, of success that are out there. And for me, this is, this is what it's going to be next. So for me right now, the, you know, the dream that I'm living that was my previous version of success, well, still successful, you know what I'm trying to say, is working from home. I know everybody does it now, but back then that was like a thing. It was like a big deal. Working from home, being able to afford all of the organic food that we want, not having to make purchase decisions based on how much, how overdrawn we were, but but based on our values, that was really, really important to me. We very much spend in alignment with our values now, which just feels really cool. We, You know, I donate a lot to causes that are important to me. I love being able to do that. Um, for a time, it was having a personal trainer that felt like next level. I don't work with my personal trainer anymore for various reasons, but I could if I wanted to. <laughs> it was, you know, all sorts of things, having a cleaner, having my car washed, like having that, that kind of support was a really big deal. Going on really epic holidays and I've paid for all of our holidays. My business has paid for all of our holidays, you know, all of our travel. We've been on some absolutely epic trips, obviously lockdowns notwithstanding. Just being able to provide for my daughter opportunities and experiences that light her up. So, you know, she's obsessed with horse riding. It feels so good to be able to sign her up for, yeah, you can have the lesson. Yeah, you can go to pony management this week. Yeah, you can have that base layer or that <laughs> pony toy or whatever the things are. Not from a point of spoiling her, you know, I'm very mindful of, of that. And that's another conversation. We've had that on this show as well. But just being able to do that and not think like, oh, horse riding's expensive, which is what people tell you, right? And going, ooh, spending how much on lessons this month? Um, just going, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, being able to eat out. These are all of the things that were kind of, some of the things at least, that were part of my dream life, which is just my norm now. So my next level though is quite different because it's a complete lifestyle change. Again, so this was kind of a lifestyle change in many ways because I went from, you know, slogging my guts out for a big corporation and, you know, driving across town from childcare to work and childcare and back and doing that whole thing. You, you may have been there, you know, and kind of grinding it out to a life of, of ease, like a complete lifestyle change, being at home, working now 20 hours a week, max, doing work I only love, <laughs> working with people I only love, like, you know, feeling very supported in my business by the business that I've set up itself, but also by the team that I have in place. Very grateful for all of them. You know, 
very different lifestyle, very different lifestyle than I had previously. And I'm taking a lot of that with me to my next level, but my next level is very different. And our next level as a family, it's more of a, a group vision. So this level was kind of like, I created this for me and then for us, but it was for me first because I felt so damn dissatisfied, right? And I wanted to be, a, you know, show up for motherhood in a particular way and I didn't feel able to and all of the things. So it kind of was for us, but also for me. For the next level, it's, it's very much like a, a joint vision between the three of us. So you know that we are taking our family and my business on the road for a full year. So that starts next year. So that's been a, a really long-term dream of mine and my husband's. We never, I don't think we ever dared to believe it would be a full year, but we we really did desire to take some significant time out and travel, but at a really easeful sort of slow pace and just make it more about the experience of just settling in somewhere and feeling what it might be like to be a local there and just letting go of some of the routines and rhythms that feel kind of enforced by work and school schedules and just, you know, feeling that freedom. And, you know, we're doing it. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people say to me, oh my God, must be nice. Oh my God, I can't believe you're actually doing that. And and I know that we are in a place of privilege to be able to do that. But I also know that the reason that we're doing it is because we're taking total responsibility for it. It's not actually as hard as you might think. It's scary, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's certain aspects of it. You know, my husband might not have a job for the duration of it. Like things like that, you know, can be. I'm not actually scared because, you know, mindset. But my point being, it is stretchy and it's unknown, but, you know, it is, these things, these are the things that we tell ourselves we can't do. But actually, if we just decide we're doing it, watch how everything changes. Um, I'm just really thinking, actually, as I'm saying this, of um, one of my clients in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. She came in at the beginning and I was like, why are you here? What do you want? And one of the things that came up for her is she really wanted to do, she's going to know when she's listening that it's her. Um, she really wanted to do a trip and climb up Mount Kilimanjaro. And she's like, oh, it's just the sort of thing I've always dreamed of. It just feels huge. She's doing it. She's like, it's happening. It's in plan. She's been like getting all of the logistics in place and stuff. These are the kinds of things that we can tell ourselves like, oh, one day or must be nice or maybe, or I hope. When you feel your own power and you understand manifestation and you have that sense of sovereignty and self-responsibility and you decide, actually, I'm going to make, and not like, oh, I can't because here's all the reasons why. I'm going to find a, a way how, I'm going to I'll find a way how, that wasn't very great grammar. I'm going to find the ways to make it happen rather than accepting the reasons why you can't. And that's what we've done with our gap year, as we're calling it or our year of travel. And I'm very excited for that. And I am fortunate because I have a business that I've built that I can take with me. And now I could pause the business if I wanted to for the year. Totally could. I don't want to. I like it. <laughs> um, so it's coming with us. So that's the first aspect of it. But one of the reasons why we wanted to have a year was to have some perspective and some distance on where do we actually want to be? What do we actually want to be doing for the next 10 years? Because my husband and I had this conversation and we realized that, well, we've achieved all of these goals that we set out to achieve together, which is really cool. You know, like we bought our first place together. That was a goal back in the day. And then we decided to keep it and buy our house. And that really... <laughs> tested us financially at the time. Like it ruined us for about three years. It was, it was a tough going, um, but we made it happen. And then we had huge renovation plans and we've made them happen. And I was like, nah, you know, now what? So this kind of part of this came about because of that conversation, like, what are our goals next? Like, let's not just drift around here. Let's be really intentional with our lives. We're going to get one shot at this in life. <laughs> 
and something that's been really just calling to us for for longer than I can remember, way before before we had my daughter, is just a more rural lifestyle. So that's been really speaking to us. Combined with, we are just increasingly, increasingly, increasingly over the last, I don't know, 10 to 15 years, just interested in what goes into the things that we use and consume. You know, we've made loads of different switches around our home. Like, I don't know, our duvets are filled with wool because it's natural and not synthetic or, you know, the types of products that we use and uh, toiletries and cleaning, very natural, very safe for us and the environment. So that this has just been something that's interested us and something that we're really into for a really long time. We want to you know, do our best on that front. Are we perfect? No, we want to do our best. But so that's kind of combined with also, I lost my mojo in the kitchen for a while, but one of my passions for pretty much, well, since I was a teenager has been cooking. I just love to cook and I'm completely back in my stride now, like with my sourdough baby. And for a long time, even I think even before I had my daughter, I was really into, you know, fermenting, making my own sauerkraut and really into understanding nutrition and understanding some of these older, slightly more traditional ways of looking at nutrition that I think have been lost and actually are starting to have a bit of a renaissance revival now because I feel like we lost a little bit of the wisdom that we had around food. That's a whole other subject. But the reason why I'm telling you these things is because these things combined and ultimately we have this vision and have had this vision for a few years now and we wanted to have our own sort of small holding or homestead depending where you are in the world and what you decide to call that so that has been my next level vision now that has felt and i've talked about this to a a certain degree it felt for a while unobtainable because where we live um, not totally unobtainable well let me just explain it felt unobtainable to an extent or it felt like a far away vision because where we live and the next two counties along west is kind of like where we would would have chosen to be if we were going to be doing this. But to get the amount of land that we want and feel like we would need to fully live out our dream life. So now it also includes horses, of course, because of my daughter. And I want to have a dairy cow and some chickens and raise pigs, maybe some sheep. Um, not lots of any of them. We're talking like a handful at most. But like, this is the sort of thing that I've been really interested in in a really, for a really long time. So to have sufficient land to live in, with some sort of self-sufficiency, which really interests us, it's just not been tenable. A lot of the land here is just agricultural and therefore you cannot build on it. So we could have the land, but not live on it. And that just doesn't feel like the kind of connection with nature that we're really looking for. Um, and by the way, I think the, the pandemic really sort of forced this to the surface and made us escalate our plans on this front because we kind of just really felt that craving for that connection with nature so much more through the pandemic and you know we live like 10 minutes from the river and 20 or 15 minutes from the beach and it's beautiful but to get to either of those we have to either drive if it's the beach or walk through suburbia right (laughs) and then there's nothing wrong with suburbs if you love living there um but for us we're just really craving just a flinging open the back door and being in nature you know i love to like just have my feet literally on the earth do my yoga outside take my cup of tea outside go and see the pigs the chickens milk my cow like for me it's the dream and i know for some people they're kind of horrified at the vision (laughs) it sounds like terrible hard work whatever but for me it's the literal dream to be able to do that and provide that for us all of us and you know if my daughter be out tending to her horse and stuff I mean like oh so good so anyway these things have all been kind of coming together 
over time. And yeah, but we've been looking for a farm or a small holding for probably two and a half years seriously now. Like actually, you know, the regular searches on Rightmove, if you live in the UK, you know the Rightmove and, and various other websites. And we were like, oh, we would find the land that we wanted, but couldn't live anywhere, couldn't live on it or near it. Or we would find the land we wanted, but with a huge manor home on it. <laughs> and we're like, that's nice, but that's not actually what we want. You know, going back to my vision board, that's not my vision of success anymore. I don't want 12 bedrooms and loads of staff. I, I just don't have a desire for it. We're three people, you know. We want some guest accommodation and, you know, some spaciousness for sure. But, you know, not a manor home. Just not my, not my cup of tea. Or we would find like somewhere with half an acre and we, that's not really going to work for us. We were really struggling. We even saw like, um, we were started looking into, well, could we convert some sort of barn structure? And there's something here called class Q conversion. We won't go into the boring details there, but we saw some land and it wasn't enough land really. It was a bit tight on acres compared to what we wanted. Um, and it had just literally a steel kind of shell of a barn there was partly a roof on it and that was it. it wasn't like even a stone structure and it had class q conversion and it would have taken the entire value of our house now just to buy that <laughs> we were like what no and then, then we'd have to build on top of that and then we were genuinely considering that because you know we could do that we can make that happen and for a while i was feeling like well i just have to manifest millions to buy one of these palatial places and then maybe we build something else on it somehow and then sell the palatial place. like this is kind of how my mind was working because you know something else that's been important to us is is freedom and financial freedom is really important to me and I'm 40 I'm going to be 41 at the end of this year I don't want to be taking on a big mortgage could my business and you know my husband's job support big mortgage yeah we just don't want it that's just not something we want to be doing at this point we want to be feeling like we have less financial like big financial obligations that way so anyway, so that felt like it was just looking hard and far away. Remember I talked about this on the show before. It was just looking hard and far away. Like how how are we going to make this happen? We literally can't find what we want. Um, so we're either going to have to take it on the chin and mortgage ourselves up or we're going to have to look elsewhere. And so we started looking at Europe, but because of Brexit, ah, that's really tricky. And so anyway, we've, we've found, we think, a solution. And we are now literally farm shopping. <laughs> I book flights today to go and look at a farm. We went and looked at one recently as well. So it's happening. It's in the works. And the best thing is, is I'm literally mid-manifestation here. So it hasn't completely come to fruition yet. And I'm very surrendered to the timeline. And it's happening a lot faster than we were kind of expecting, but we're just rolling with it. Um, and if the somewhere along the way that kind of deviates, cool, cool. I feel just very in trust around it. It just feels so right at this point because I let go of this idea that it needs to be hard and far away. And then the solution appeared very quickly. And then <laughs> everything started happening. Um, the ball started rolling. And, you know, we found these places and we think we've kind of zeroed in on where we want to be. And we've been ready to look at one and we're going or flying over to look at another in just two weeks. So, you know, it's just happening very quickly. But I feel just like just sort of leaning into it and trusting because I have all of that experience before, which is kind of my point here, of of feeling my own power and trusting also the universe to deliver as well as my ability to make it happen. And that kind of joint combination is a really important energy. 
And also I'm still that person now that I became at that point where I changed, where I know and understand my power. And that's what I really want for you. So whether your next level dream life is a farm <laughs> where you are semi self-sufficient, partially off grid, <laughs> you know, whether it's having horses and a cow and making your own cheese, like that might not be your cup of tea at all. It absolutely is mine. This has been like a long-term dream of ours, you know, moving somewhere more rurally, having some land, but it felt like a big deal just because of the price of land where we are. And then in order to actually get what we wanted in terms of the plot size and a dwelling on it that was not too big, not too small, just didn't exist. And so it was feeling like, I don't know how we're going to do this. And so my point in sharing all of this is to just update you on this is what our next level dream life is. It's that year of travel and then settling afterwards on a farm. That's the intention. That's what we're moving towards or a homestead or not a farm, not going to be like any kind of commercial farm. Don't misunderstand me. It's going to be for our own amusement and um, enjoyment. And just that just complete change of lifestyle. And it might sound interesting because, you know, I'm not a fan of efforting. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that I don't like doing things. So that gets a bit misunderstood sometimes. The idea of having to get up and milk my cow every day, I feel like I like that idea because I actually, and this is part of the dream as well for me, is I want a lifestyle that necessitates daily connection with nature because I find it just so important for my soul, my well-being, my mental, you know, outlook, all of it. I just find it just so nourishing. I'm also just so interested in how can we do all of these activities in a way that improves the soil, improves our little pocket of the climate or, you know, world that we are going to be custodians of. How can we be really great custodians of this land? And how can we, you know, nurture and raise animals and vegetables and things in the best possible way for them and us and the earth you know I like I just love it all also the thing is that I really want something that necessitates that connection with nature daily and I really want something that necessitates physical movement and a certain amount of physical labor daily which can sound weird for somebody who you know is not a fan of efforting in business <laughs> but I very much am feeling you know and I don't know if it's because I'm in my 40s I've been feeling for a long time this this recognition of uh, use it or lose it you know with your physicality and your health and I've had the sort of physiology that in previous years I could just kind of coast and I'm not in that, <laughs> that phase anymore. And it's just made me more intentional with how I use my body. And I really want to have certain physical things that I feel like I'm required to do. And I chose, you know, but I'm required to do daily. And so part of the whole lifestyle change is that for me too, right? It's actually like a bringing in a lot of intentionality around health and well-being and how I want to be kind of like living my life in that way. And so that has been the next level dream life. Like it felt hard and far away for a really long time because we just couldn't see how we were going to make it happen. And we were even looking at like, do we move over there? But then there's a language barrier and that's going to be difficult for our daughter to integrate into a new school, blah, blah, blah. blah. And here it is. We found the solution because I let go of the idea that needs to be hard and far away. We're literally farm shopping at the moment, which I can't believe that I'm saying because I used to be watching these homesteaders on Instagram and YouTube because that's all I pretty much listen to or consume at this point. <laughs> Thinking like, oh, must be nice. Oh, not must be nice because I knew that it would happen at some point, but like, oh, I just want to be there. Oh, I just want to be living that dream. That's the dream for me. And here we are. 
it's happening. It's it's on its way. It hasn't happened yet, but it's very much in in motion. And it's exciting. It's so exciting. It's a huge change because we're relocating and everything that goes with that learning, you know, everything about living in a new place and different ways of being and different slightly different culture and and then also <laughs> the farm is going to be a big learning curve because we're newbies we don't know what we're doing i mean i don't know i've watched so many hours on youtube surely i'm an expert now <laughs> um but i just i'm just very much embracing the large scale change and the growth that i know will be in it for all of us and will it be easy throughout no there will be hard parts of course because you know we do hard things to get to the things that are worth it we've talked about this you know it so yeah that's my next level dream life is approximately 17 acres that's what we've been looking at a lot on an elevated position with some pasture with some intact farm buildings for our livestock and with a house that probably we're going to buy something that's a real project because we just like putting our stamp on things and we don't like the idea. We looked at a property that was like a turnkey property and we were like, oh, the thing is though, is it's not our style. So we'd, we'll feel like we're living in someone else's house and then we'll end up spending the same money just redoing the whole thing anyway. So we decided to go for, let's just find the, the thing that we want, the location that we want, the land that we want. That's actually the trickier part sometimes. And as long as the house, the bones of it are good enough or has enough potential, then we're going to go for it. So that's my next level dream life is literally living the homesteading dream. Now, it won't all be happening day one, obviously. It'll be a process. But that's what really excites me. And I'm taking my business with me, right? This is the beautiful thing is my I've built this business that is not only portable and sustainable, but it fuels all of this. And, that, and that's just so exciting. And I just love that. I get to take my clients with me on my travels for the year and be like, hey, guys, we're in Italy this week or hey we're in Croatia or whatever and then you know bring them along for the ride as we start the farm too a lot of my clients love asking me about this this kind of thing we well, you know we're always talking dream level especially the elevate elite group that I have um those ladies are very big bold audacious with their visions and I absolutely love it and you know we get in some really great conversations on next level dream lives and and seeing them bringing those things and some of those things already into reality is really really cool so anyway I've talked your ear off. I don't know if this was interesting to you. I hope it was. Um, that's what my next level dream life looks like. Very different vision of success, is it not, than the mansion and the Cartier bracelet and the brand new BMW X5 that I had on my vision board previously. Now I'll be in a tractor or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it feels really, really true to me. Really, really in alignment with my values and, and what lights me up and the kind of experience I want to be creating for us. So yeah, so that's my next level dream life. What's yours? I would love to know. Come and tell me over on Instagram. I'm at Corey Javid over there. Sometimes just even saying it to somebody and I'm like the best person to tell <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I believe it for you. I like full on believe it for you and I feel like yes and bigger <laughs> is my reaction. So sometimes we can feel a bit silly, you know, daring to believe in something for ourselves bring it to me and I would just love to know because if enough of you send me a dm over there and tell me this is my vision of success it would be so great because we could be then you know maybe I'll share some of them anonymously or whatever but I could or I can just share a flavor of themes of things that came up because I do feel like we need to have just a broader spectrum more diversity in this what is success what defines it this is it for me 
success for me is is actually ultimately now that I'm thinking about it is knowing your own power is knowing that you have this ability to dream and then create and then live your dream life and then if you choose dream and create and then live the next level like that's really success to me I don't know how we would define it differently because within that, you know, you can encompass everything. For, for me, my dream life, next level dream life encompasses joy and abundance and health and well-being, like love, all of it. That's success, surely. <laughs> so and I would love to know what you think. Come over to Instagram. Let me know what resonated, what didn't. And if you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you want a cow, you weirdo. Tell me that. <laughs> Just let me know how you received this and... Did you feel expanded in terms of the evidence that we get to, you know, dream something up, create it and live it? We do. I'm not the only one doing this. I'm not some kind of unicorn, no more than you are. And I have clients living their dream lives, right? So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, so I just hope that it's been expansive and I really hope that it's it's caused you to reflect or it's making you feel like I'm going to go away and reflect on this. I'm going to go away and think about what is my next level dream life? What am I holding back on? Or what am I making hard and far away? You know, like I was with the farm for a while because I felt like the evidence, quote unquote, was, was there to support this belief that it was hard and far away, that we either were going to have to sink millions into buying the land, which I just, by the way, complete side note, but I just felt that was very ironic that to try to live and actually in, in some ways a simpler lifestyle, not simpler because there'll be more moving parts to it, but you know, that sort of more traditional lifestyle of, you know, semi-self-sufficiency and self-reliance and all of the things is it's not the kind of the modern way, is it? Or maybe it will become more so. And it just felt a bit bizarre that that was how kind of like everybody, you know, all kind of common folk lived <laughs> for ages. And now in order to do it, you need to be a multimillionaire. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of ironic. But yeah, so, you know, every aspect of what I, d you know, defined for us for that though now, but now that I realized that I was making it hard and far away is now coming into fruition really, really quickly. And with so far, so much ease. I'm, you know, I'm here for it. If there's a twist and turn along the way, I'll let you know. And I'm here to ride that. But ultimately, I know that we get to create this. We get to create our next old dream last. And I know it because I'm, I'm in one right now that just started pen on paper in a journal with a woman who, that was me, by the way. <laughs> I almost said girl. And I don't like when people refer to themselves as girls when they're like 40. <laughs> um, a woman who just dared to believe. That's how, it, how it's ultimately started. Dare to believe, my love. That's my ultimate message for you. Dare to believe, know your power, and the rest will just happen and unravel in, in perfect ways and perfect timing in front of you. All right, my love, I've enjoyed catching up with you, talking about next level dream lives. Do come and tell me on Instagram what yours is. And don't forget, you are, in fact, limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week. And so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we're known to surprise and delight our reviewers. So if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at corriejavid.com, I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.